and welcome to the No-So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we had a kidnapping attempt. We're going to mark out No-So for WWE's TakeOver 30 and SummerSlam. We got a little fantasy play tonight between Mr. Booble and Devin. Uh, We got a little bit more stuff we got to talk. We might be going to a Thunderdome. So let's get into it tonight. First, let me introduce you to your no-so crew. First, fighting out of Springfield, Oregon, representing the Murder, Death, Kill Gang, Eastern Block, Hit Club, Good Brother Gang-affiliated, Murder, Death, Kill, all fucking day! The man, the king, Corey fucking Mac! Motherfucker, yeah. Day three of nonstop psychedelics Ooh. with Sex Ferguson. DMT. And, DMT. Uh, I am Spartacus. <laughs> the no living legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. Devin Ulrich. Real name, no gimmick. Best mini golfer on the block. Before we start this podcast, somebody get that goddamn unicorn out of the corner. <laughs> Pegasus, <laughs> get moving. Hightail it. And I'm your host. With the most. Wilbur. <laughs> Wilbur. Joseph Lessel. So, uh, last week we had a, a Marginetti confession. This week, Bow. reports came out that, that was, there was a stalker who was going to attempt to kidnap Sonya Deville. Yesterday. Oh, they said someone in her house. It was her. It, it was her. her. He'd been stalking her on social media. For eight months, he planned it. See the picture of him? Yeah. yeah. He looks like a kidnapper. He thought he <laughs> was going to be able to abduct her? Yeah. He, she he, would beat the fucking piss yeah, out of him. Yeah, she would have annihilated him. Go on. Go on. Uh, Mark out. <laughs> but Jesus, right? Like, Jesus. That's the match at SummerSlam. Hair, <laughs> hair versus Life hair. Versus no, hair. Life, Life versus, versus hair. hair. My money's on Sonya. <laughs> but that's just crazy because of the fact, you know, online people, I've seen wrestlers, like, get into arguments with each other because of the fact that there are people wanting their home addresses to send them that's gifts. That's fucked up. That's so Shit. weird. No one should know nope. where you live. And, like, because I remember... Uh, Jordan Grace, she yeah. went on like I think she went up against like Pillman Jr. Or it was Pillman Jr. or Janella because there was like they had, there was one stalker out of like the UK that knows everybody. Germany, Germany? yeah, he knows everybody. He knows everybody's addresses. He know? even no he the other week I can't remember who the wrestler was, but he sent stuff to their grandmother's house. Nope, like he finds ways to get to them. Yeah, it's that's, uh, that's like they fucking ass beat. They've tried to get this guy dealt with. Uh, he's in Germany, and apparently nothing's. He still does it. He beat his ass. Random people, but it's just crazy because you have that, and then you have the you know the, the chaotic fans that want to wait for them at the airport. I. This sucks. Like, yeah. I don't get the stalking culture. I've never liked anybody enough to stalk them. I barely like people enough to tolerate them. Um, to go to that. I can only imagine the depths uh, you have to fall to to follow someone's every move and then make plans to abduct Did you guys them. read the story, though, of, like, what he was found with and, like, yeah. what he did to... Like, he was under their patio, cut screen... Like, yeah. cut holes in the screen so he could listen to her before yeah. she went to bed and stuff. It's fucked up. And then, like, went in the house, set the alarm off, 
and still fucking stayed in the house with a bag full of zip ties and well, duct tape well, and rope and all sorts of fucking shit. Let's be clear. This is a very mentally unstable person. Oh, for real. It's um, the guy that was hugging Becky Lynch. Right. It's those kind of people. At least WWE instituted a no-touch policy now with those fucking Yeah, for real. Fuck. Um, you know what? I don't like her, but I'm going to give her a shout-out. Sasha Banks, you had her right from the beginning. She's always been up, uh, uh, you know, weary of the fans in this fucking stalker culture. Mm-hmm. Props to her. This yep. is some scary shit. That's fucking weird. Uh, I don't <laughs> know if like... I'd, I don't know if I'd pick an MMA badass woman to try to kidnap and you know, do whatever. Who knows what he was gonna do? Kill her? Probably. Rape her? At some point. All the above. Both. Yeah. Chloroform. Um. Very good. Very lucky that they noticed it, got out, and called nine one one. Um. Luckily, nothing happened to anyone. Um, He's lucky she doesn't have like an arsenal of guns like most people in this country. And lit his ass up. And what That's a bad month one. for her. She's gonna. She she barely avoided a stalking. Now she's gonna get. And now she's gonna get her head shaved. I mean, tough month for tough month. Sonia. Fuck that dude. Oh fuck that dude to hell. I wish. Yep. You oh, know yeah. what? Give a shit about his mental illness. Fuck that loser. Yeah. With your fucking head. How about you get your fucking head stomped in? You piece of shit. Fuck you. I mean, in your third ball. The mental health thing is rough, uh, in a way. I I also suffer from it, people. but I don't I do. Know, it's yeah, too much of a. Like, it's yeah, too much of a, people and kidnap them. I don't stalk people or want to kidnap them. You know, oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna stalk you. You know what I do when I have a really bad day? I just shut up, watch something. Yeah. Uh, I don't fucking go out and like try to end somebody's life or have my way with them. I mean, there's there's some there's some fucked up shit out there. Mm-hmm. This could have been, I mean, not as famous, but this could have been a John Lennon situation. Mm-hmm. He could have just fucking shot her in the head. Or Selena. Yeah. President Selena. of her fan club. Go like, on. I mean, it goes on and on. I mean, yeah. fucking. Selena's based off glitter. Chris Kyle. Who? American Sniper, dude. Got killed by some dude with mental issues at the gun range. I mean, good. Fuck that. Those are racist. Fuck him. Merka. I don't want racists to die. I just want them to have a terrible life and then maybe go away, way, 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 away. I only really wish death upon uh, child molesters and rapists. They can fucking die. And you can't teach that. Yeah. There I'm fine with death. Especially child molesters. Huh. Yep, 100%. That's a weird segue. Guess who's back? Guess who's back. Back again. Velveteen Dream. Fuck you, WWE. Seriously. The oh, king I, of the 12-18 the, the <laughs> demo. I found out more about it today. Vince is a fan of his. Of course he is. And Checks Vince, out. because of what Vince went through with the federal government, he doesn't do anything when people accuse people of something. He needs hard proof. The only problem... Let's look up. There's a lot of hard proof here. Yeah. There's just Instagram DMs and this, his voice and his face and his this, dick. And this, yeah, this isn't one of those where there's no fucking... There's a lot of evidence. And the one of the guys is on record saying WWE never contacted him at all to, you know, look into it. And I'm sorry, this shouldn't be a consideration, but it is. He doesn't draw you money. He's not a big fucking star. The fuck you losing? Yeah, Cut him. No, fuck nothing. him. Fuck I him. Watched, I watched NXT on Sunday. He finally got to finally. it. Finally. I, fi- I, only sleep tw- three times. I only had 20 minutes left, dude. And I finally <laughs> got to it. And I got irrationally angry when he came out. The yeah. entire internet did. When he yeah. came out as the third man, as the mystery, everyone's like, yep, I turned it off. Yep. I didn't finish it. No wonder no. why they didn't chart. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. No, Where it was that. You know, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, there, see, with this you speaking... You can go blow Joey Ryan, you piece of shit. With, with, the, with the speaking out shit that happened a couple months That's ago... Shit. 
I kind of divide it into two camps. They're the ones that have tons of evidence. It's undoubtedly they did it. And then there's the ones where the evidence is a little fishy or non-existent. Mm-hmm. I'll hear those out. There's room for, a, for, for thought process. Yep. They could be guilty, but they may not be. But the ones like him and Joey Ryan, where there's tons of fucking evidence. Get the fuck out. Fuck you, man. Yeah. I don't want to see you again. Yeah. Maybe you'll tear a quad or like a rip an Achilles. I heard, you know, <laughs> fucking. Where's that? Oh, where's the Owen Rigger guy? Bring him back. <laughs> All right. Well, that's We're starting off the show with a high point. God with, fuck yeah. people, man. So let's move on to. Who wish death to a stalker <laughs> slash kidnapper in Velveteen Dream. I stand by it. Let's move on to Thunderdome. As the WWE, <laughs> the WWE are segment. leaving the performance center and they're going to the Amway Arena in Orlando for the next. And they're going to get a three, right, Corey? Huh? They're going to average a three now. Yeah, easily, easily. You so, know what I found out, guys? I found out we're all idiots. Yeah, it's because we we should have waited for Vince yep. to tell us that the performance center is the reason the bad ratings. Are yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Duh. So, Dodie's moving to the Amway Theater, (laughs) and they're going to be doing a Thunderdome, a 25,000-square-foot LED board that is going to have the virtual fans like what NBA does. Also, they pointed out today, they made a point of saying, (laughs) WrestleMania-level entrances. Did you read what Kevin Dunn said about it? No. Oh, he just said, like, there's going to be lasers, there's going to be... That's what he said about it. Uh... Uh, no, but it's literally going to be a dome yeah. to where, like, you know, like Randy's shit yeah. at 33 with Bray and is on yeah. the fucking with ground. Sports. They're going to have all that shit, like McIntyre's entrance. You were talking about lasers and bagpipes floating and all fucking sorts of shit and projected on the ground, There's on the ceiling. Those are nice drones. Bells They're going to be flying drones around the fucking arena. That's awful nice bells and whistles, but until you fucking improve <laughs> your performance. 1.45. Got it. So yeah. those, they don't matter. <laughs> well, come on, guys. The performance center isn't cutting it. It's not. Uh, they can't do as much graphically. Yeah. You know what? All, you know what all that stuff you just said is. It looks cool. Yeah. It's gonna be visually awesome, but it's like taking a heaping pile of horse manure and, and putting put, it in a box with no, a bow on it and putting a ketchup on it. Like that'll make that'll fix the taste. Yeah. Uh, no. No. The problem is that the building you're in, it's what you put inside the building when you're there, and what you put in front of the cameras. That's, I mean, I, ding, ding, ding. I was, like, irrationally, like, when I heard what it was called, I was like, whoever owns Mad Max, I hope they sue them into the ground to not I, let them use the phrase Thunderdome. I, I saw they needed to do a Thunderdome remix of Tina Turner's Thunderdome. <laughs> Damn it. I just assumed they were going to bring the Thunder set to Orlando. How much, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. How much Road Warrior stuff have they done? I mean, Road Warrior. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we have demolition. That. We have that to look forward to on Friday. Friday. I loved it when people used to say demolition were Road Warrior ripoffs. <laughs> and, 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 and Kevin, Mad Max. Kevin Dunn made sure to say it was a work in progress. So, oh, see, that's that's the excuse if it shits yeah. the bed this weekend. Yeah, yep. it's a work in progress. We're gonna learn by ear. We got two days of full practice, and then we're off to the races. You know, it'd be great if like half the board goes out halfway through the show. It's just black on one side of the. Fuck then, it. then they'll just say retribution. I, yeah, retribution is here. Instead of superplex, the entire dome collapses. You cannot <laughs> believe how much I hope this is a complete train wreck. I'm rooting for a train wreck, too. Oh, my just God. Blow, but, like, but, hold on. Blows but, the fuse, causes, like, a uh, massive fireball. Very important. Arena. Orlando has a blackout. Yeah. I want SmackDown. Because <laughs> of them. I want SmackDown to go smooth as silk. Uh, I want Summer slammed. slammed. Every fucking thing that could go wrong with that shit. Just as payback I for, like, the whole show. They can't fix it. Slammed. Just can't fix That'd it. That would be phenomenal. Well, you know... Um, 
we're going to we're probably going to have retribution there. We're probably going to find Aces the and five foot eights, right, Corey? Yep. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Our ratings wise, aces and one point eights. They grow. They grow. Hey, they grew. <laughs> like five new ones showed up, <laughs> and they're tall. So and dark and handsome. Maybe it's this week. This week was was it, 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 the raw was was cheesy, or SmackDown was cheesy. Now it's like straight up. It's not enough. It's the Nexus World Order. But now there's distinct characteristics of aces and eights in this thing. It's like somebody is watching every wrestling gang ever in the last 20 years and just combining them into one giant... And, like, it blows my well, mind. I have yet to see Los Pariquas, so... Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen uh, La Parca and Today on the screen together. You watch uh, SmackDown? Yes. Okay. So did you catch the commentary where... You know what this is. This is 70-something-year-old Vince McMahon and 60-something-year-old Bruce Pritchard... Um, Showing who they're aligned with politically, mm-hmm. Michael Cole made sure to say these these uh, no good young doppelgangers are uh, using political climate to ape stories that are going on. It's so basically it's their view of young people, Antifa, and protesters. This is their version. This is their way to make them because you know what all that company thinks. Like, yep. they're all pro Trumpers. Everybody yep. in power. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we have that to look forward to as they grew a couple inches. And, um, well, this week. Next week yeah. we'll be down again because they don't know who the fuck's in it yet. Next week it's Max Mini. I'm so, half expecting one to cut a promo. Sting. We have... Shockmaster. So at first, so we, this weekend we have NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam. However, we also have AEW Dynamite on Saturday. Since the, with the NBA playoffs happening... Their schedule's been fucked. It worked so well for the last company that was on TNT. Yeah, I, kinda, I was going to ask, do you guys think this is going to hurt it? I think it will. It's not going to help. It's not going to so, help. No. So here, here's I'm what talking about when they come back. I think so. So this is what's going to happen. Uh, this Saturday, the 22nd, is Dynamite. And then the fall, 8-19 will be on the 8-22nd, so this upcoming. So what they're doing is they're showing the first half of All Out 2019 on YouTube. It's so smart. The, They're combating NXT somehow. Um, uh, dude, I'd rather watch a replay of All Out I on mean, YouTube than what, what NXT then, has given me. So, so then August 26th, Dynamite has been moved to the 27th, so that's just the Thursday. And then on the 26th, they're starting part two of All Out on YouTube. Yep. Then 9-16 will be a special one-hour Dynamite immediately following the NBA playoffs. This is straight out of Nitro in the 90s. One that's, hour after the playoffs, then two hours the next night. That's terrible. Then dude, Wednesday, right? 9-16 will be moved to 9-17. All, all that's left is like whenever the world premiere of Fast 8 is on TNT and they intersplice a match in between the commercial breaks. Yep. I mean, that's it. I mean, literally. Jesus Christ, man. The first two weeks, I was like, uh, I mean, NBA basketball, it's ratings. Although I will maintain, I mean, no offense to the teams, but Clippers and Mavs, I don't give a fuck. Like. Show well, it. I mean, that's not ratings. I know. No yeah. matter, but here's the thing, Corey. No matter what teams are playing, Dynamite schedule is going to be changed. No matter oh, what. So. That's terrible. Man. That's, that sucks. It sucks because you know they only have five why? cable channels. I was like, on TBS for a week. Like, yeah. Why does it matter? Put Just the put NBA game on TBS. <sighs> I guess that they because own five T- channels. I if if you had to change it, I would put Dynamite on TBS because TNT is. More known for the NBA. I'd put them on TBS, but... Dynamite or NBA? Dynamite. 
Uh, I wouldn't. Looking at ratings-wise, more, pe- more people care about the NBA playoffs, so more people are going to follow that to the different channel. Yeah. Where you're setting up your new channel show that is growing slowly to die. But look what happened to f- when they put that SmackDown on FS1 last fall mm. for the World Series. I don't blame them for doing it. But didn't, the ratings didn't go great. The ratings were Although also FS1 awful. is a place to die if you want right. ratings. Yeah. That channel, so, for whatever reason, people do not would watch. You, would you rather have them do what they're doing now or have, say, Dynamite go to TBS and still go head-to-head against their own competition of the NBA playoffs? I mean, and then you, then you... Well, to me, that's the best of both worlds for that company because... Either way, you, you're watching your channel. You yeah, do have diehards who are going to watch Dynamite and then you've got, of course, the NBA fans. are So they're watching both of your channels. So that's a win-win. Yeah, personally, but hey, whatever. Got to have that. But, uh, but, uh, Got to have that seven-hour American us, Dad block on TBS. But us wrestling internet want the Wednesday Night Wars, and then oh, you know, when, I don't care about that part. Yeah. I'm more concerned with you have a, a a show that is slowly but surely gaining an audience on your channel. I would keep that there. People are going to follow NBA. Yeah. If you have TNT, you have TBS. You know what I mean. Mm. And like I said, TBS just shows seven-hour blocks of American Dad every goddamn night. Or fucking Friends or something. Yeah, like, so I mean, like, fucking, that's an easy kill to me. Mm. But whatever. Speaking of this weekend, let's do our mark out no-sell <coughs> for NXT TakeOver 30 and Sumo 30 Slam. TakeOver? Yep. Yeah. I like that. Plus, let me just say this. Uh, I'm bold prediction here. NXT gains almost no ground those three weeks. Yep. I'll put it right here. Guaranteed. Probably not. might lose. Lose. Some. Yeah. Um, there's only four matches. Awesome. Oh, that's because this week hasn't happened I, yet. I would assume they're going to add something else. NXT else. will add something. Yeah. yeah. So we have Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes versus Johnny Gargano or Ridge Holland versus Finn Balor or Velveteen Dream. That's well, Velveteen Dream. Uh, ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. I bet you Dream wins. I, I bet you Dream. Gonna, uh, I bet so. you. Do you think Dream or Finn I think wins? Dream, I think Dream beats have, Finn and wins the match. No, I could see I think Finn, Finn being like, "Fuck all of you." I think Finn wins. I don't think. Uh, I don't at think this Dream point, wins. like, what is the point? I of think Priest him back wins the title, knowing the reception. If you don't have him win anyway, he's just gonna burn the. You Vince gotta put it on somebody new. Vince doesn't care if he burns NXT to the ground. So I, he's I, like, I, Fuck think, it. I, I think it would be cool. I would agree with Devin if they give it to Priest. Yeah, I think Priest should win. Uh, you know, I'm going to go straight outside the box. Grimes. I think Cameron Grimes should win. Oh. I think it just should be somebody new, not yeah. Gargano, not, not Gargano. Balor, and not why, Dream. And that's not why I say not Priest. Grimes. He may be newer, but he's been yeah. around for over a year. But he's never had a title. I think he, it's his time. But he's been fighting for the North American yeah. title Keith Lee and all those guys. Yeah. I want someone, like, really let, new. Let Grimes win. and then Ridge he, Holland then, wins. Then he'd be, like, a fluke. I'm fine. But that's fine. Yeah, like they if play that any, story. If it's any of those young guys, or Bronson, I mean, I'm fine with Yeah, them. as long as yeah. it's not Gargano, Balor, or Dream. Because they got to build some new people up. They are, they've ran out of every option they can with the guys they're still using. Um, I'll, 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 mark I'll, out. Mark I'll mark out. out. I'll mark out. I think it should be a good ladder match. Until Dream wins. Until that's true. Wins and, then we turn it, and then we turn it off, because yeah. that's what opens the show. Uh, next, we have Io Shirai defending the NXT Women's Championship against Cap Dakota Kai. I mean, I'll mark out because that's my girl, Dakota Kai, and Io Shirai. I'll mark out, I'll mark out as well. That should be a good match. That should be a great match. Uh, we have Adam Cole Baby. Baby. versus Pat McAfee. Uh, no sell. I'm going to no sell it as well. I'm not interested in it. I'm going to mark out. 
I want to mark out. I'm going to know someone. I'll only mark out if uh, Pat McAfee suffers a career-ending injury. And by career, I don't mean wrestling. I mean being able to do anything. Paraplegic, to, got it. To earn money. Wow. Yeah. I'm just not interested in it. I'm intrigued by I don't think rip I'm his not, vocal cords I kinda, out. I want to see how Pat, Pat yeah. is in the ring. But That's other than why, that. Yeah. He's been yeah. training in OVW with Rip Rogers, who's an old pro. So, so why do you want to mark out there, Google? He's a huge Colts fan. Because it's fucking weird. And, they, <laughs> and I... I think Adam Cole can... It's not like... Elevate the him weird a little bit. They are embracing, but it's the the weird they should be embracing. They just need to embrace some weird. This I'm is just, fucking weird. I'm it's seeing, a better... They wanted the Gronk thing, and Gronk was never going to work. He's too... Whatever. Pussy. Uh, too much of a pussy. Um, Got it. This is the better, honestly, version of that. Pack like he's way more entertaining than Gronk anyways. So. I, so I'm just saying, I have visions of LT and Carl Malone and Leno. Uh, but and but like, I, no. if he's closer to Carl Malone than fine. LT, that's not terrible. Although LT didn't do bad. LT wasn't bad. Malone was good. But I think, I don't know. I, I'll say this now. Mojo Rawley? I'm calling it now, Corey, mark it. This, this match will be more than two and a half. I can okay, see that. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I think yeah, that be, carries it. Just, for, <laughs> just for Adam Cole going boom and we get two and a half. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. I will come on this show next week and do a Mia Culpa and praise Matt, Pat McAfee if he's extremely close to Kevin Green. I mean, now, that's I see, not get crazy. If I see a Kevin Green. That's not get crazy. Then I will say, I was wrong, guys. Kevin Green's a better worker than fucking workers, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Kevin Green <laughs> can Kevin fucking Green's bring it. The mo- next Mongo. Got it. Mongo. No, he was better oh, than Mongo. Jesus I know. <laughs> Mongo goddamn We wishes. missed out on Green. And Maybe Maybe your main event for the NXT Championship, Keith Lee defends against Karrion Cross. You know what? I can't believe it. But I'm no selling this. I'm gonna mark yeah. out. I I love love Keith Lee. I've always liked Killer Cross, but I'm not feeling him Carrie so far. Cross. I'm not. Well, I like Killer Cross. <laughs> I'm not feeling Carrying Cross and what they're doing so far in NXT. It's too over the top for me. You know what they need? They need him with that fucking entrance and shit to feud with the the Demon King. Mm-hmm. That's what they need. Uh, so Plus, I'm afraid Keith Cross Lee doesn't win. lose, right? I wouldn't be surprised uh, if Cross wins. They love Cross. And they probably want to move Keith Lee up. But that's just what they need. Lose and Keith they just Lee put too. the both belts on him to make him look huge and then have him drop the belt. Five seconds. Got it. They need someone Wee-wee. for Brock to wrestle next year. I'm going to slightly mark out for it. Uh, I, I, it's just hard. I don't, I don't know. You know. It's just hard because of the fact that just like Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee has been given the title in the shittiest time era of all time. And honestly, like, what if you just, like... We, so we all think at this point that Drew McIntyre is going to win, I think, still. I what think, if you well, have I think it'll the be Keith Lee leading debut. to the pay-per-view the next week. That's fair. They're going to have a This Tuesday in Texas type fucking thing. Got it. <laughs> no Marking <so>. out. <laughs> uh, am, I, am I the only one who thinks that uh, they... I mean... It, Drew McIntyre got a raw deal when he won the title in COVID. But does anybody think they creatively completely fucked Keith Lee over? Yeah. Yes. That uh, title, the title reign came out of nowhere. The title chase came out of nowhere. And to say it was rushed would be an understatement. And so weirdly, it was rushed, but at the same time, they waited too long. Right. They right. should have pulled the trigger either after Survivor Series or at the Royal Rumble. Typical WWE. They wait like seven months too long. And now it's like, 
And then, like, once they got the belt, they were like, oh, it's COVID. Nobody's watching anyway. So they just threw up their hands and gave bullshit. They didn't try. Yeah. It's yeah. like he needs now to build himself back up to where he was prior, before. He needs that another run. You know why I didn't like, you know, I don't, you know why I'm not into this? Okay, so take the contract signing last week. The fucking, he opens it up and a fireball comes out. I'm thinking, well, fucking A. No wonder I don't like Karrion Cross. They've made him goddamn Papa Shango. Or fucking Kane. <laughs> right? It's like, so Keith, Keith hey, but, a bazooka but it, but now. It did, or a magician. Did. But it did come oh, with the, one of the best memes so far this oh, year. God damn. And it's, it's, it's like, hey, did you see that? And it's Keith Lee sitting in the ambulance with gauze over his eyes. So I was like, nope, didn't see it. What is that magician from WCW? What was his name? From WCW? The, like, the, he had one match. Fantasio. Yeah, he had one match. So he pulled the dude's underwear out of it. It was hand. a magician. Or a magician. It was, it was terrible. Fucking god awful. It's uh, so bad. You know, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they add Mercedes Martinez versus Rhea Ripley to this. It's been built up. It might be that. a dark match or something. I mean, I, I, I mean, they need a fifth match. I'd mark yeah. out for that. And I'd mark out for that. Yeah. yeah. So. That's uh, NXT 30. Not, so the, not the best takeover. Well, it's better than, yeah, but remember last. Don't worry. In your house, it's we, better than in your house. Sunday <laughs> is going to be even better. Oh, yeah, this card. So let's move on to SummerSlam. Well, in the Thunderdome, Joe. In, in the, the Thunderdome. Baby. Because yeah, I'm expecting this to. In this case, the dome will take away two stars. Best yeah. part, NXT Performance Center, or oh, that's uh, probably uh, why he put domes. Vince gives no fucks about NXT. I have, I. It's at the oh, uh, that's before, at full sale. Before we move on, I have an idea. Speaking of no fucks, NXT. You know, you know, have a last year at Summer Survivor Series they did like the three brand thing. Yeah. You know what they should do? Survivor Series two nights. Have a two night competition between all three brands. To kind of certify NXT, because it, I saw I thought this the other day. I'm like, except for all wins nine out of ten matches. Yeah, probably. But no, I remember it's the Fox era, so SmackDown, SmackDown wins nine out of ten matches. Fair but it, it, for, it was just an idea I had. I was like, it will help make the third brand NXT important. If the instead of doing a one night, you do a two night, like how New Japan does shit like that. But they won't. I, have I mean, idea. you know, Vince uh, was mad. That NXT has lost so badly to AEW so much that he he did something about it. He cares now. He hired two writers for NXT. Holy hell. So, hear me out. Keith Lee beats Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross goes on to something else. It's, it's probably a little Hopefully bit too soon for him, anyways. But uh, if you want to pop a rating, this guy isn't doing anything, anyways. What if, he goes, what if Roman goes to NXT? He's not. Well, he has no interest in going to the main roster. Well, he refuses to work. Period. Until this COVID thing's done. Which I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him. They could sell him on NXT because Vince no. wouldn't be involved. No way. Once because well, they're, they're not doing. I saw the, a report that he's the only person that ha- that hasn't listened to an AEW offer. Braun said, "Well, why would you if you're Roman? Like, yeah. He's the made man. It's true. He's the Rock's cousin. He's fine. yeah. Sure, they book him like shit, but he'll make so much money. Yeah. It's done right. And the AEW can't afford him." At this point. Yeah. AGW could not. I would guarantee you AEW doesn't want him. Probably not. I don't think they should. It doesn't fit what they're doing. No. It's a bad fit for him. I... And that's me, nothing against Roman. They just... They're, they're a drastically different product. No, no. He's very... He's, he's very, very talented. And he would be a, an asset to them. But he doesn't necessarily fit into their program. Uh, my my favorite narrative is that AEW is just built on XWWE guys. All XWWE? And it's like... So... I saw your question. Yeah. Uh, build a promotion with people who haven't worked with the WWE. Yeah, go try. Good luck with that. Try. Orange Cassidy. None of them. 
No, yeah, Orange Cassidy's your star. To be yep. honest, AEW over half the roster never worked for WWE. It's just, of course, you're going to put Moxley on top. He he's hot off WWE. You'd be an idiot not to. Yeah. Like, he brings should, people. That's why you signed Jericho. <laughs> my favorite, like, my favorite response is somebody posted a picture of stunning Steve Austin. It's like. Yeah, you're right. Why would you ever hire a mid-carter from another company? That would never work, and you should never do it. And that got me thinking. I'm like, actually, look at the mid-card in the attitude, or look at the top of the stars in the attitude era. They're all XWW guys. Yep, all mid-card guys. Austin Foley, Triple H, Big Show, Taker, Kane. Kane was there for a brief. Everybody was XWCW. So yeah, you're right. Terrible should never do that. Owen Hart. Yeah, he spent the time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bret Hart guy. By the way, <laughs> so uh, what, what do we got dare. for SummerSlam? We got the Street Profits Ooh, defending yeah. against Andrade and Angel Garza. I will mark out, but the storyline sucks. Yep. Who's Agreed. poisoned? Oh, it, it was uh, somebody poisoned the water hole. Knowing how, knowing how Vince hates tag teams, I think it's Angelo talking. It's, uh, it's probably um, it's Vega. You think they, so? No, no, they showed video. Savio oh, Vega. Okay. Yeah, Savio Vega showed up and. Fresh off his L- MLW run. I'm in. King of the Triple Threat. Yeah. I am the King of the Triple Threat! No, Maybe. Yeah. So, mark out everybody? I'll no. mark out. The two teams can go. Yeah, we know, though. I'm going to mark out. Because Angel Garza's in it, so I'm going to mark out. With a big, big kiss. A big hug. Uh, next. I don't know if this one's going to happen. It there's didn't happen last time, but it'll happen this time. There's three elite workers and Angelo Dawkins in that match. Damn. Roasted, so it should be good. Uh, Apollo Crews defends the United States Championship against MV. No, thanks. I'll mark out. Wow. It's one of the... F- uh, look, the I'm Hurt... Coming. The Hurt Business storyline is one of the few things on Raw that I've actually thought is okay. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing with the VP, Lashley, and Shelton. Shelton is now your 24-7 champion Good. again. Good. Um, I'm going to mark out. Although, and, and I'll say this on the... I'll say this. I told Corey this on Saturday. The U.S. belt is growing on it's, me. It's, it's growing. It's not... And it's... And like you do a side by side of the one, the one, the old one, and the new it's one. Better it's better one. than that it's one. It's way better than that one. But it, I'm not. Uh, for me, being a belt collector, I'm not going to go like I need. I need it now. I'll like. I need that WCW US title. Yeah, I'll wait for the uh, so, when it goes on sale. I will say though that I'm not a fan of the again the the kind of hidden in plain sight uh, racism that WWE still exhibits weekly. Where if you notice. You have MVP Lashley and Shelton feuding with Apollo Crews, Ricochet, and Cedric. It's like they put all of the African Americans in one segment, yep. so we don't have to deal with them anymore. Yep. And the agents—I mean, Montez Ford, Angel, but they're with Henry. another minority. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, the, the Mark, agents, Mark Henry, like yeah, you know. minorities together. Like it's it's, it's sad, but I'll mark out because uh, MVP low key. Is on the short list of guys who could honestly maybe be the MVP of WTV this year. See what there. He's he's been so fucking good. Damn. Outside of Randy Orton. Yeah, outside of Orton, it's really MVP and Zelina Vega and her crew. Damn. Like carrying it. So Austin um, Theory, you got it. Gotta go those young stars, Corey. They had a match. <laughs> like on, MVP and Orton. Yep. They had a match on <laughs> on Raw tonight of Lash uh, not Lashley, um, Benjamin versus Apollo, and Apollo won. Hurt Business is banned from ringside. Apollo won, so it should be a one-on-one match. Right. Should be. Should good because it should bring closure to that feud, and then hopefully the Hurt Business can feud with somebody who isn't also African American. I mean, heard that. Heard that. Keith Lee comes up. Uh, next is a street fight. 
between Dominic Mysterio and the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. I'm going to mark out. I'm, I'm going to mark out, out yeah. as well, because I want to see what yeah. the fuck Dominic's got. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm marking I want to see what yeah. Dominic's got. I want to see what he's got, man. Uh, Buckle bump. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> the first thing he does is hurt Seth. Buckle like bump, sting. breaks his neck. <laughs> like sting. <laughs> he, I know he has spent <laughs> chunks of time training for like with Booker mm. T., like with uh, Lance Storm, there is no way so he's, he's worse got. than David Flair. So, well, he's already proven he's better I than David mean, Flair. Not better than David Woo! Benoit. Um, and I know it was scripted for him, but he he cut a better promo than his dad on Monday. So, bet he's better than Daniel Benoit. Um, next up, we have Sasha Banks versus Oscar for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. No. I, I will mark out again. I will mark so out. So far, well. I'm four for four on this. Oscar can go, and Sasha can go. Well, plus I like. <laughs> I'm not going to deny I wouldn't mind if she went away, but she's a good wrestler. <laughs> and then I, you know, I'm going to mark her because I like the storyline with the next match you're probably going yeah, to. Yeah, that is yeah. Bailey versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I can't decide how they're, they're going to make Oscar go back to back. I don't know if they're going to have Oscar win both belts. Champ, champ. That'd be cool. Or just have her win one to tease the dissension because I want to be mad. If that's the case, I don't know which one loses. So on Raw Probably night, Raw, because so, Bailey's had a longer run. They so probably keep Bailey with on the title Raw and have night, Sasha turn. Sasha got Bailey to agree to take the first match. Mm-hmm. So Sasha wrestles second. So it's Bailey and Oscar. So, that's how Bailey loses so and Sasha storyline is Bailey loses and Sasha takes advantage of a tired Oscar. Mm-hmm. And Bailey can't handle ba- that because Bailey's been the she's champion a for like three hundred days, so with, they're gonna ruin that. Like, plus with Vince, so he's got a fucking hard on for Bailey right now. Ooh. So she's staying heel. When the split happens, Sasha's the face. Hmm. So if Bailey's the jealous one. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so mark out Oscar Bailey. Yes. Yeah. So right. I'm five for five. And I thought well, don't worry, I can piss on that right now with Braun Strowman taking on The Fiend for the Universal Championship. There it is. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Nope. <laughs> I'll mark out. No, I'll mark out as well. <laughs> I will only mark out for the point where Alexa makes her appearance because that's obviously and happening. She gets two hands at the she same time? Hand. She gets four hands. That's true. One in the mouth, one in the butt. I hate you guys. Uh, that's next. My, that's my Lexi. <laughs> it is a hair versus hair match. Oh, mark out. With uh, Mandy Rose versus Sonia to kidnap. I always like it when, when a woman gets her head shaved in the match because that's just, you don't expect Kinky. it. Kinky. Well, no, you just don't expect it. You <laughs> expect, don't expect the unexpected. It. Unless you're in Mexico, you don't expect a hair versus hair match with women. Uh, Serena, last one? Yeah. No. She just straight shaved she her head. Just Serena just did it herself. She just did it herself. The hair the, versus hair society. was WrestleMania 20, Victoria and Molly Holly. That's right. And, uh, I mean, it's obviously Sonia, right? It's a fiend. Because one... I can't imagine Mandy Rose agreeing to have her no she, she barely had she just had to take her extensions yeah. out and it's probably killing her and then number two oddly the shaved head fits Sonya's badass it MMA works. character far better for her so they should give fits. her a faux hawk yeah. not shave it all the way just the so, it, so it works like a, like a road warrior hawk yeah I think and I think like just call her hawk I, I think hawk I, I'm marking out because hawk the storyline hawk DeVille hawk Jesus <laughs> I'm marking out I like the storyline they've been going on Sonya's been the best Woman wrestler on SmackDown. I should have called a with a shave, dude. So I'd palm it. So I'm seven for eight. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, yeah. Well, well, six well, for seven. But let's see. Let's see if you mark out for Drew McIntyre mark versus out. Randy Orton. I will mark out. Yeah, mark so out. I'm mark seven out well. for eight on this fucking. And show. we still think Drew wins. I think there's a I think Drew wins leading to payback for Randy wins. Where ultimately Randy gets the belt. 
the smosh? Because, I mean, it's only And then Otis cashes in. Got it. What's the smash? What's the smosh? They could do a disputed finish. Maybe both guys pinned. Like, double suplex kind of thing. No one gets their shoulders up. I just don't want them to go, like, double count out or some lame no, shit. No, because well, the rules of a double count out is just the champ retains. Yeah. So I hope they don't do that. No, I think it's going to be, like, but a double pin or some shit like that. Or there's SummerSlam. so much fucking interference and gaga that they're just like, you know what, fuck this, we're holding it up and blah, blah. But that's Vegas. what I ultimately think happens. Vacant retains. Because, I mean, you only have a week to build up a fucking pay-per-view, yeah. so it's got to be rematches. It has to be rematched. All SummerSlam rematches. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Drew retains. As do I. Uh, Could just get rid of Braun and Bray. I'm fucking loving the SummerSlam. That's going to be a long fucking match. It'll be a match. I'll give it honestly, 20. Honestly speaking, and I know you guys don't watch SmackDown, but nope. is there a worse double turn in wrestling history than Braun, than Braun and Bray? Uh, well, Joe and I didn't get Hogan and Flair double turned, so yeah. <laughs> they didn't do that well. I mean, this is yeah, literally... Yeah, we're still, still waiting for that to turn. <laughs> this was literally, hey... Literally. Literally. Braun drowned in the lake, and now he's a heel. And he and attacks somehow, her And he shaved his and head. Some, Hello. Yeah, yeah, Good for him. And somehow Braun, or Bray, um, physically assaults Alexa and somehow becomes a baby face. WWE, everybody. Thank Sex. But that explains why Velveteen Dream's getting the push. Checks Sexual out. Sexual assault? Oh, good shit, pal. Heard God damn. Which one do we do? I want to heal well, her. Also, by the way, I should let you guys know, I have it in my notes. I was specifically was told to tell you this. this. Producer Zen is looking forward to GCW Presents Jimmy Lloyd's Jersey Shore and GCW's Tournament of Survival 5 and Black Label Pro were back this weekend more than NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam. Jesus Christ. One of the winner those shows. This weekend. I, I know that show. I don't know. I think Black Label Pro's in the morning. This fucking guy. I like the fact that, that Producer Zen has become a deathmatch aficionado. Yeah. And I, for one, am going to throw this out here. And she won't do it because, you know. She's nice. Yeah. But I think she should come on the no-sell on the weeks that the shows happen and review them since she watches them. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. 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 I hope, hopefully she can hear us in the booth. But yeah. yeah, she slipped us off. Yeah. It's fucking fruit. Fuck? Then don't mute us. Crossbow just came through the drywall, and hit me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you're still talking. That's yeah, weird. So I, I will. There's pro- a lot of I know. I know. I, I, I think Zen will probably order them, and then she'll watch them later, and I'll be able to watch them live. I'm looking more forward to Dynamite on Saturday than I'm Takeover, to be honest. And which we can watch take Dynamite. Yeah, which is already out. Yeah. Speaking of spoilers, All right, coming over seven o'clock in the morning. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys, have you have you? I know Corey's seen it, but uh, two weeks ago Eric Bischoff was on Dynamite. He was the guest, mm-hmm. like uh, coordinator. Coordinator, yeah. Anyway, that got leaked out. So Chris Jericho is going out, going that there was a former NXT like fluky. It's Sabby, isn't it? It's, it's Sabatino. That he leaked it, and it's you know he's just like you, you're never coming back here. You can go back to your shitty NXT, you know you you le- leaker. How stupid can you be? Because he Jericho believes he's the one that leaked it. Well, they said they know. They know who did, and they think it's him. Jesus, man. Damn. So, yes, let's move on to some fantasy. Oh shit! As right, it's going to be me and Corey tonight. Hey, don't forget, Impact also has a two-week pay-per-view thing starting tomorrow. 
or next week. Oh yeah, yeah. Emergence. Jesus Christ, database gonna be busy. And the first week <laughs> is loaded with like four big matches. Yeah. Stay tuned to NoSoundEntertainment.com. See, I was hoping Corey was listening to me when I said it was me and him doing it because I was waiting for him to go. Wait, wait, what? I don't have a card. <laughs> no, I knew it wasn't me. <laughs> you stupid fucks. That is another L for Joe today. Yeah. I'm not stupid. <laughs> so anyway, this week is Devin and Mike Poobel. So who's going first? I'll go. Floor is yours, good sir. I'll lead off. See you later. You are our Alex Rodriguez. That's right. Leading off. Great thank you of all time. Heard that. Well, I don't Alex know which one gave gets Alexa me worse. those hands. Alexa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Alex gives Alexa oh, his hands. <laughs> I've never come closer to just <laughs> murdering three people. All <laughs> fucking day. All fucking day. Right. I'm gonna have to call. I'm gonna have to call sex for cleanup. Sex Ferguson. Chat God damn it! Back. I got three bodies. Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> All right, people. The B Show, episode five, live from the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. The show opens with a camera panning the crowd. Chance of Kenny, Kenny, fill the air. Tony welcomes everyone to Denver, saying Kenny Omega is expected later on after making a surprising debut last week. Taz says attacking Roman right out of the gate is a bold move and shows he has balls. Tony says, in addition, Cody puts his career on the line in a TV title match against Brian Pillman Jr. And the Young Bucks take on Jay White and Brian Cage in a non-title match. But for now, let's go to the ring for our first matchup. Cameron Grimes is out first, and he's taking on Nick Aldis. All right. Aldis. I said Aldis. Aldis. Nick Aldis. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is going to go to the moon. To the moon. Taking this baby to the moon. I'm sorry, runner. I like it. <laughs> it's a slow-paced match with Aldis rolling out of the ring over and over again, stalling for time. After the third time, the ref yells at him, to get in the ring and stay in the ring. Instead, he grabs a mic and says he's too good for AAW. He's too good to be curtain-jerking against a catering gatekeeper like Cameron Grimes. <laughs> he says whoever is running this shit show to call him when they actually have something for someone of his caliber to do. And with that, he drops the mic and walks to the back. The ref, with no choice, counts to ten. Your winner via countout, Cameron Grimes. Oh, I like this. To the moon! <laughs> Grimes looks like perplexed He grabs the mic and says He doesn't know what the hell that was about But he's dressed and ready for action So he's throwing out an open challenge After a few moments Braun Strowman's music hits Bringing out the monster among men Oh great <laughs> Get these hands Get these hands Grimes attacks as soon as Braun hits the ring Punches and quick kicks light up the body of Braun after a moment or two, Braun shoves him aside and begins to dominate. He hits him with a couple huge clotheslines and a snake eyes in the corner for a two. After Braun misses another clothesline, Grimes hits a step up in Siguri, followed by a running spin kick that knocks Braun to the outside. Grimes follows with a tope suicida, and Braun just, just gets in before a 10 count. Grimes climbs a turnbuckle and attempts to hit a flying crossbody, but Braun catches him, hits a running power slam for the three. After a quick break, Roman's music hits, bringing out the big dog. Perfect, perfect delivery, by the way. <laughs> Roman says he meant what he said. That AAW championship is coming with Roman, and Keith Lee, there's nothing you can do to stop it. But now, on to more pressing matters. 
Kenny Omega. I know you're supposed to be here tonight, so I've got a message for you. I hope you enjoyed your little moment last week, because once you get here, I'm going to make sure you leave the way Darby did on a stretcher. The revolution is here, and there is nothing anyone can do to stop it. The revolution of reigns. After the break, the Young Bucks music hits, bringing out the tag champs. Matt grabs a mic, basically screaming, and says, Jay White, Brian Cage, get your asses out here. You want a title match? Fine. Let's make it a no DQ. Hell yeah. Jay White's music hits, bringing out the title challengers. The Bucks run out from the ring, and all four men start brawling on the floor to begin the match. Cage throws Matt into the barricade while Nick is running. White into the steel bars holding the entrance set. Nick drags White over to the production arena area and slams him through a table. Moon salts off the barricade and covers, Cage breaking the pin up at two. Cage begins to stomp Nick, and Jay White recovers enough to start double-teaming Nick. They double powerbomb Nick through another table, and we are and are celebrating when out of nowhere Matt comes flying off the barricade with a double drop kick, and all four men are down as we go to break. Back from break, the action has made its way to the ring with Jay White and Bryant Cage dominating Nick Jackson. A few quick tags and some really good double-team moves leaves Nick in a helpless position with Matt routinely trying to come in and help his brother, only to be stopped by the ref. White hits a DDT and covers, but Matt runs in and kicks to break up the pin and runs and runs and knocks Cage off the apron. Autocorrected really weird, sorry. Uh, hitting a plancho onto Cage as the crowd explodes. He runs back to his corner as Nick is crawling to make the tag. Inches away, he reaches out. Matt stretching as far as he can, and just as he's about to tag, he's yanked off the apron by the masked man. Oh shit! He runs Matt into the barricade and runs over to help Cage and runs over to help Cage up. White tags in Cage and he sets up Nick for a power bomb. As he does the move, the crowd explodes as Darby Allen runs down and smashes the masked man on the back with a skateboard. He slides in and hits Cage, breaking up the pin attempt. He lays the skateboard onto Cage's face and does a coffin drop from the top rope. Still battered, he slides out of the ring and grabs a hold of the masked man. The crowd is in a fever pitch as he grabs the mask and rips it off. Darby is stunned for a moment as the camera pans back to the individual to reveal Toru Yanu. <laughs> yeah. This whole time. The whole time, baby. That you've been building Jay White's mass man up. He was submissive to Jay White. It's Toru Yano. It's Toru Yano. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> That's not our oh, Jesus. <laughs> the overall pick, baby. This is so good. B plus right here. <laughs> Yeah, bravo. Yes. Yano is begging for forgiveness as Darby grabs him and throws him into the steel steps. Oh, that is maximizing your talent to the most. <laughs> Back in the ring, Matt and Nick set Cage up for a Meltzer driver, but Jay White runs in and hits Matt with a chair. Nick grabs the chair and hits White in the stomach, and then the back, and then, he's, and then hits a super kick, knocking White to the outside. Out of nowhere, Roman jumps the barricade and hits a spear on Nick, spears Matt, and drags Cage on top of Nick as the ref counts one, two, three. Your winner and new AAW tag champs, Brian Cage and Jay White. White and Yanu climb into the ring and celebrate with Cage, all three staring at Roman. Roman puts his fist out, and all three give him a fist bump, and all four begin to celebrate. 
Tony asks if this was what Roman meant earlier as we go to break. The revolution of Roman Reigns. I dig it. That's maximizing talent right there. <laughs> yes, sir. God damn it. After the break, it's time for the AEW TV title match. Cody is out first, looking a little hesitant. Pillman is out next, a smug grin on his face. The match starts out quick, very good chain wrestling, and a few quick attempts at pins. At some point, Cody attempts a springboard stunner, but Pillman reverses it into a German and bridges for a close two. Eventually, the fight spills outside the ring, both men just trading right hands. Eventually, they get back to the ring, and Pillman goes for a tornado DDT, but Cody reverses that into a spine buster and gets a two. Both men are laying prone when bronze music hits, bringing out the monster. He gets into the ring and choke slams Cody, the ref calling for the DQ. He then picks up Pillman, gives him a running powerbomb, then leaves the ring as, he, as quickly as he came. Taz asks what in the hell that was all about. Tony says he has no idea, but it's been a shocking night, and up next, we hear from Kenny Omega. Back from break. Oh, God, here we go. Omega's music hits, bringing out the newest AAW signee to a thunderous ovation. He milks the reaction for a minute or two, once inside the ring, and then begins to speak. Here we go. Hello. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kenny. <laughs> he says it's great to be in AAW. It's great to be in an actual wrestling promotion <laughs> instead of some second-rate whorehouse where ugly women with bad tit jobs argue about whose tits look the worst. It's great to be on a show with actual talent, not indie lot lizards pretending to be wrestlers and glorified powerlifters who couldn't cut it in New York, so instead they ripped off a gimmick from 1999 and proceeded to set the business back 30 years. Damn. It's great to be in a company... We get those buy rights. <laughs> ...whose best female wrestler isn't being forced to get a sex change just because she's not as good as her dead brother yet somehow better than her legend father. <laughs> Man, that cum shot really turned him around, his attitude. When he, saw, when he signed with AGW, he thought it was a risk. But he's a risk taker. He'd done the New Japan thing. He'd done the AEW thing. He thought being as elite as he is, he could carry a new promotion. One that wasn't afraid to think outside the box. Instead, what he had was an owner who only pushed those who would let him inside their box. You've got a guy whose sole purpose is burying someone who just gave a realistic grade of the promotion he picked. I mean, with all that talent available, his first pick was Kevin Owens? <laughs> Second, you're wrong. A third-rate indie stuntman who, who swears because he's not original and couldn't hack it in a real promotion, so they made him Steve Austin 2.0, and of course that sucked. Which is why he Hangman's. was in ROH for so long. Hangman's. And if it wasn't for Dwayne Johnson mentioning him on Twitter, his, that sleazy porn producer wouldn't have his first overall pick. Because no one would know who the hell he was. Shooting. Sure. They have Shooting. talent. Sure. They have talent. Adam Page is one of my best friends in the world. Mm -hmm. And instead of using that talent to build a show people would actually watch, he's stuck in terrible storylines involving semen and sex changes and grappling hooks up people's asses. I mean, hell, he has a great talent like Johnny Gargano cosplaying the worst human being ever in his business as a ploy to get ratings, and he's still losing. <laughs> AAW has won every single week since the initial pay-per-view, and it's not close. Sure, AGW can quote some useless quarter-hour stat that doesn't mean anything. That's like saying the Portland Trailblazers trading for Yusuf Nurkic was a good thing. 
We all what? know what Nikola Jokic. Shut up! Shut up! We all know Nikola Jokic is the real talent. That's why that other scrub was on the bench in Denver. Can't make not, basketball knowledge. And yeah. why a bottom feeding market like Portland would celebrate mediocrity. Dame time, more like lame time. They're in Denver, remember? Explaining the crowd. <laughs> the crowd explodes with chants of Nurkic sucks. Nurkic sucks. Omega pauses and then continues. Even Jim Cornette agrees with Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang, and he hasn't been relevant since Russo took his job in the late 90s, so why his opinion matters is beyond me. With a deep breath, he says he feels a lot better. He just needed to get that off his chest. But on to other business. That's why he got dropped. You heard what Roman said earlier. <laughs> and Big Puppy, I'm standing right here. Ooh. Roman's music hits, and he walks out on stage, a look of rage in his eyes. Omega motions for him to come fight him, but Roman just gives a little smirk. Suddenly, Jay White, Brian Cage, and Toro Yanu appear ringside and surround the ring. Roman joining them as they each stand on one side of the ring. I know what side of the ring I'm going out on. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. The crowd explodes as Keith Lee, the Young Bucks, and Darby all run out, and the four men scatter over the barricade as the five stands tall on the ring. Omega grabs a mic and says, it looks like the revolution will have to be put on hold for a week. But hey... Why don't you find yourselves a fifth, and we'll see you next week. Omega, the Bucks, and the Omega, the Bucks, Darby, and Keith Lee all point the guns at Roman and his crew as the show goes off the air. I thought you said your, your Omega promo was going to suck. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought it was great. I didn't like I it either. I so. thought it was good. I didn't like it. <laughs> It wasn't very factual, so... I can't wait until the uh, owner of AGW Gets in two week weeks to, yeah. all of a sudden becomes a TV character just to cut a promo. <laughs> He's not. Checks out. Very I got someone coming over very, from there. Okay, Herb. <laughs> all right. The Better Show. Okay. Live. Porn. Oh, this is by my. This is the Gravy in the Boat Go Home Show, Corey. So. Okay. Here cool. we go. I'll give you the card after. All right. Live on Pornhub Premium Live. We are at the Vivint Smart Home Arena in Salt Lake City, Utah. Dry County. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo and Sami Zayn on commentary after Dolph was burned with a crippler burning crossface. We open the show with Walter and his new masked manager in the ring. The ma- gimmicks. The, well, I mean, he was we masked. We all had a mask, man. Oh, <laughs> the masked man grabs a mic and says, <clears throat> Is it hot in here or is it just me? Well, well, well. Salt Lake City, Utah. Amazing where people can live these days. It is I, the man your mother warned you about. The man that makes your panties moist and the only man that matters. Hotter than a heat wave and harder than Chinese algebra. The quintessential muff stuffer. I mean, oops. I mean stud muffin. Myself, Joel. I will all, I always leave them sore, yet they come back for more. Gertner. Joel pulls off his mask as the crowd chants, holy shit. He goes. Should have had me cut that for you. I know, but I tried my best. (laughs) He goes on to say that Walter is the most (laughs) dominant specimen he's ever seen in his entire career, and he proved that last week when he destroyed Hangman and threw him off the top of the production truck and left him crying like a little bitch in pain. The crowd boos and throws concessions into the ring as Gertner says they're only making him wetter than Walter and him make their moms. Suddenly, we hear a faint siren in the distance as we, people begin to look around. Up on the gravy boat Titan Tron, we see Hangman Adam Page driving his fire truck into the arena, <laughs> running over equipment and almost people as he speeds towards the entrance ramp. 
The gravy boat Titan Tron rises as we see the fire truck enter the arena. Walter shields Gertner and tries to get him out of the ring as Hangman drives all the way up to the ring, hitting it and causing it to move as the crowd goes absolutely apeshit. He gets out of the fire truck in a neck brace and hits a Hangman chop before running and hitting a thunderous buckshot lariat on Walter, sending him and Gertner flying out of the ring. Hangman gets on the top rope holding the AGW title as he grabs a mic and screams that you fat pussies are in for the worst night of your lives because I just talked to our general manager, Abella Danger. And our match this Sunday at Gravy in the Boat is now last man standing. Walter and Gertner look irate as Walter points at the belt and, fa- and Hangman flips him off as we go to commercial. I really like Gertner and Walter together. I don't know why. I like that. We're back from break as we see Johnny Gargano coming out of manager Abella Danger's office, pulling the lap bar machine and his suitcase. <laughs> Backstage reporter Jack Victory catches up with Johnny and asks him where he's going. Johnny tells Jack that he's been sent home t- to take a week off for his mental health. He says he, w- he needs to focus on his match this Sunday at Vengeance Night of Champions. I mean, gravy in the boat. God damn it. Victory asks Johnny what he's going to do with, this, with his week off. Johnny responds, eh, I'll probably just hang around the pool with Nancy and Daniel and the dogs. As he looks up at the lap bar machine and smiles, Jack blo- uh, slowly backs away from Johnny, looking very uncomfortable as Johnny sings ashes to ashes, they all fall down, as he pulls the lap bar machine down the hallway. Before he gets to the exit, he is cut off by Cesaro, who asks him if he could be his partner on Sunday. He says he's better than Latino Gable in every way and can help them lead them to victory. uh, Johnny looks up at Cesaro and says, what did you just say? Before Cesaro can even respond, Johnny pulls out a switchblade and stabs Cesaro multiple times in the stomach, (laughs) sending sending him to the ground in a uh, pool of blood. Johnny walks out with a smile on his face as he whistles whistles ashes to ashes as Cesaro heads up. (laughs) As, as he heads out of the arena and doctors attend to Cesaro. I love you, dude. You've now managed to combine Benoit and Brody. <laughs> Holy shit. That was the point. <laughs> uh, how many dark side of the rings can I get in one segment? Back to the oh, ring, we have your first match of the night, as it will be Katie Forbes and Tessa Blanchard versus The Rebellion. Peyton and Billy hit the ring as, as uh, again, Rebel joins commentary. Katie Forbes and Tessa come out together with uh, Katie carrying Tessa like Luchasaurus carries Jungle Boy. Rebel buries Katie and Tessa on commentary and calls them a disgrace to the wrestling business. She says that they can't even lace her boots, that she is a far superior worker than either of them. The bell rings and the match starts uh, with Katie and Royce. Katie ragdolls her around and sticks her face between her ass cheeks. She twerks Royce's head around the... Bouncing her uh, throughout the ring like a basketball. She, ta- uh, she tags Tessa in as Tessa knocks Kay off the apron, hits her finisher on Royce. She then tags in Katie as she climbs to the top rope and hits her Twerk City 630 driver onto Royce and gets the 1-2-3 to a huge crowd pop. Rebel gets a, a Mike Fat commentary and stands on the table and tells Katie she better stop twerking and get RVD's dick out of her ass and listen to her really closely because come Sunday she's going to stretch her asshole even further than RVD already has when she shoves her foot straight up her ass at Gravy in the Boat and walks out still AGW Women's Champion. And we go to back to commercial. Well, Jesus. This might be where it gets a little weird. What? We have Kevin Owens versus Oompa Loompa number 775. Oompa Loompa number 775 gets the jobber entrance as he's already in the ring as we come back from break. KO's music hits to an, a huge ovation. He and Erotic Matt Hardy make a beeline to the ring and start absolutely mutilating the Oompa Loompa. KO throws him into the ropes and hits a violent pop-up powerbomb on the Oompa, probably paralyzing him. 
The crowd chants one more time, one more time, as erotic Matt Hardy scrapes the oompa off the mat and throws his lifeless body to K.O., who catches him into an elacious stunner, sending the oompa over the ropes into the crowd. A camera cuts to the crowd as members of the crowd are curb-stomping the lifeless oompa and crowd-surfing his limp body. K.O. grabs a mic and calls out Willy Wonka. He screams that he wants his title, and if he doesn't get it, this... Uh, if he doesn't get out here in the next 10 seconds, he will make sure that uh, Wonka never walks again. Candy shot by 50 Cent hits, and uh, Willy Wonka comes out with the title on his shoulder on a unicycle. He gloats and says KO must be embarrassed after what he did to him last week. After Willie says that he can have the title back, but he's not going to just give it back. Oh, no, no, no. He will have to fight for the title back because he has a match this Sunday at Gravy in the Boat. But before Willie can get another word out, K.O. hops out of the ring and rushes uh, towards Willie. However, Willie hops the, the barricade with his unicycle and cycles through the crowd out of the <laughs> arena as K.O. screams for him at the top of the ramp, and we go to commercial. And you're, this is fucking going to take forever. Your main event is a gauntlet match between the six members of the Gravy in the Boat ladder match. The winner of the match will gain a huge advantage this Sunday. The winner will be the only man allowed to use a ladder for the first 10 minutes of the match. So we kick off the gauntlet match with Apollo Crews and John Moxley. The two go back and forth for a while until Moxley runs over Apollo's foot with his segue, allowing him to get the upper hand. Apollo goes for his finisher, but his foot is given out, and Moxley uh, counters into a paradigm shift for the three, eliminating Crews. Big E Normous is out next with Mickey James as she is on a leash in her fishnets as E smacks her ass when she crawls. She gives his tripod a kiss as he gets in the ring and takes Moxley's head off with a clothesline. He hits Mox with multiple power moves and he taunts, uh, taunts Mox and Mickey barks in approval. Mox gives an e, uh, e a thumb to the eye, getting the upper hand. Moxley goes to the top rope for a crossbody, but E catches him, rolls through, and hits a big ending for the 1-2-3, eliminating Moxley. E stands there, taunts the crowd, saying he can't hear them as they boo, they boo him thunderously. Mickey crawls in the ring and it's a big... <clears throat> as they begin to make out, and E flips the crowd off. But next out is Sam Hua Joe as he enters the ring. Big E barely gets Mickey out of the ring before S Samoa Joe hits him from behind. Joe stomps E in the corner all the, uh, all the way until the ref counts to five, causing a disqualification. Joe continues just to beat the shit out of E. He puts him in a coquina clutch as E squirms around trying to get away. Mickey slides in the ring with a kendo stick and hits Joe repeatedly over and over in the forehead until he lets go. Joe throws E off. Uh, as E gasps for air and Mickey e takes off up the ramp. Joe, enraged, chases Mixie, Mickey up the ramp into the back as we hear Dominic Dijakovic music hits, and he comes to the ring. Big E is leaning on the ropes, hardly standing up as Dijakovic gets in the ring and hits him with a big boot. He Irish whips him into the corner and hits splashes from corner to corner. Big E is motionless as Dijakovic dra drags him to the corner and climbs to the top rope. He goes for a swanton bomb on E, but somehow... Uh, God damn it. I knew that was going to happen. In the worst possible spot, too. Uh, Big E is motionless as Dijakovic drags him to the corner, climbs the top rope. He goes for the swanton bomb, but E ro somehow rolls out of the way with the last of his strength as uh, Dijakovic goes crashing to the mat. E summons all his strength and stacks up Dijakovic for the roll-up and gets his feet on the ropes without the ref seeing as he steals another one, two, three. E collapses, unable to celebrate because he's so tired as Dijakovic loses it on the ref. The ref gets him out of the ring as we hear bro and your final entrant, Matt Riddle, hits the ring. He's still motionless as he as the bro walks to the ring with a confident swag as the crowd rains down chance of bro. 
He gets in the ring as the ref uh, checks on E to make sure he can continue. E staggers to his feet and holds himself up in the corner as the ref gives Riddle the go-ahead. He kicks off his slides and hits a running knee on E in the corner, sending him flat on his face. The crowd rises to his feet with chants of bro as Riddle tries to hoist Biggie's dead weight up for a bro Derek. Suddenly, we see Mickey, Jean- Mickey James run back from uh, the back and jump on the apron, distracting the ref and Riddle. Riddle walks over to confront Mickey. The camera pans out as, uh, as we see two people jumping the barricade and, uh, and get uh, up on the apron as one goes under the ring. The camera zooms in as we see Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. The crowd gasps as the ref is still distracted, and we see Ford uh, slide a chair into the ring as Big E falls back down and puts it on him and lays prone. Riddle turns around and sees the chair and goes to grab it as Mickey turns the ref around in time to see uh, Riddle holding the chair. The ref looks at Riddle and calls for the bell as disqualification, thinking that Big E was hit with the chair. The crowd boos as Riddle pleads with the ref as he is attacked from behind by Ford and Dawkins. They beat down Riddle and hit him with the chair. They help E to his feet, uh, who screams for them to pick Riddle up again. The, The two pick up Riddle and put them on E's shoulder for another big ending. The crowd booed as as Ford goes to the top rope and hits a huge frog splash on Riddle. Uh, Oh, they shake the ropes and taunt the crowd as the crowd boos, flips them off and throws drinks and uh, concessions into the ring. Suddenly we see Mickey James now with Bianca Belair get in the ring as Big E grabs a mic. He says the one thing that this company was lacking was a dominant faction. And if there was one man who can lead a faction and dominate this company for years to come, it's me, Big Enormous. He tells the audience to take a good look and soak it all in because this group will be the future of AGW and there's not a a soul who can stand in their way. He ends the promo with welcome to the nation of penetration. He throws down the mic as the group raises their hands in the air in unison as the crowd boos and Raw goes off the air. And thus, the nation of the penetration nation. has been born. The nation oh, of penetration. Well, well, well. Graving the boat, two weeks I from now. It's card. Oh, yeah, I got that for you. The card for Graving the Boat is like a takeover. We have uh, an AGW TV title match of KO versus Willy Wonka. We have an AGW tag team title match, Johnny versus the Grizzled Young Vets in a two-on-one handicap match. AGW women's title, Rebel Kel versus Katie Forbes. You're graving the boat ladder match with Big E, Dijakovic, Joe, Moxley, Cruz, and Riddle. And then Hangman versus Walter for in a last-man standing match. And again, I, I love you for Benoit Brody. God damn it. <sighs> well, this, this Gargano storyline just gets better and better from where I'm sitting. It's about to end. Man, oh, well, I know there's not much more you can do. <laughs> the end is nice. But the payoff from it happening is going to be, I can't wait. I can't wait Christ. for what's going to happen. Christ. But that card is probably going to take me 40 minutes to read for how long it's going to be. So, just to let you know. All right. I cannot wait. It's going to be the most intricate pay-per-view I've ever written. So last week here, uh, Mr. Booble, you mm-hmm. gave us some uh, Mad Libs. That's right. This week, we're doing it again. However, this week we did it before we went on air. Yep. So we don't have to do this. So let's go through it. All right. Well, the first podcast, Mad Libs, WWE edition, Ways to Win. Okay. Corey's going to hate one of these. Just giving you a warning now. Damn it. Corey is going to rage in the middle of this. 
Can't wait. <clears throat> At the end of every WWE match, one Super Thunderdome is declared the winner, <laughs> and the other, the Sacramento... <laughs> the Sacramento... The Sacramento... At least that part's dead on. <laughs> <laughs> one's Thunderdome, one's Sacramento. Uh, checks out. There are four ways you can win and declare Trump's house over your opponent. Jesus Christ. <laughs> First, there is the countout. This is where you throw your opponent out of Neverland, and he can't get back in before the gynecologist counts to 69. <laughs> Favorite match type ever. Hmm. Victory can also be won by submission. When you... <laughs> I can already see where this is going. When you make your opponent... <laughs> no! <clears throat> Victory can also be won by submission. When you make your opponent beg for Alexa's vagina by putting him in a hell hold. <laughs> Alexa's vagina! <laughs> Creative doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> The cleanest way to win a match is by pinfall, <laughs> where you hold your opponent's McDonald's to the mat for three seconds. Mat <laughs> the McDonald's. This may sound like it's horny as pie, but it's not. <laughs> the worst and most disgraceful way to win is by disqualification, when your opponent is disqualified for fucking illegally or for putting on your Jack Victory. Unfortunately, cheating dildos never win. It's called the Joey Ryan. Cheating dildos yeah. never win. <laughs> Beg for Alexa's vagina. Oh, there it is. There it is. That's how you win. All right. I, I haven't even I read mine. So. I don't appreciate that match. I, I, I like to read one down the line. So. L- Mad Libs. I don't think I'd get through one. Limited time I can offer. Get one. I just need to know how to spell. All right. For a limited uh, time offer. Here we go. WWE fans know that when it comes to lonely moments in sports entertainment, <laughs> there's only one Owen Hart funeral in town. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. That's a good line to start with. And now, for the dead price of 49 49 bodies. Uh, You can own the top 69 moments in WWE history. That's 420% of the retail price. (laughs) Uh, sounds, it sounds, like, it sounds like bitch sucking. <laughs> King of the Hitler tournament. <laughs> when Marty Janelli fell off, when Marty Janetti fell off the top of a pineapple. <laughs> Remember when Big Show broke through the steel bet Midler? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> using nothing but his own dildo. <laughs> You measure the size of that dildo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm only halfway I know that dildo. That's Andre's dildo. <laughs> I'm going to make some phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this next line? <laughs> you want me to do it? You want oh, I got it. I got it. And who could forget that classic moment when Rey Mysterio jumped on Reed Flair all the way from the top of Smyrna, Georgia. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yes, ladies. And butt plugs. <laughs> you can own all of these heart-licking moments 
on this one disc DVD set. <laughs> Saw 69 moments are on one DVD set. They just show the words. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. But you must act now. The first 100 callers will receive a fisting bonus DVD that includes footage of Giant Gonzalez shaving Vince McMahon's Betty White. <laughs> After that be said. Yeah. <laughs> There's no beat. <laughs> There's a bonus fisting DVD. <laughs> Giant Gonzalez fisting Mr. Commandment. <laughs> We're all 12 years old. We <laughs> get an extra bonus fisting DVD of Giant Gonzalez shaving Mr. McMahon's Betty White. <laughs> uh, oh my god. That was great. It's lonely at Owen Hart's funeral. <laughs> and spearing to Georgia when Ray Mysterio jumped on Reed Flair. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> I guess we should wrap it up on that. Yeah. Right? I don't think we can top that one. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. You can find all of our lovely podcasts oh, and words at <laughs> nosoentertainment.com. You might have to do it. Where we <laughs> have the, I can do it. Oh, shit. Where we have the written word. Like, that's my opinion by Mike Boobel. That's me. <laughs> and the deck I sensei, Jeff Mack. He has a serious one. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm there's the database. And then we do podcasts oh like the God. No Cell Podcast, oh. which you just heard. You're welcome. The, <laughs> the Monday Night War Stories. You're so, the we're pa- sorry. The Pay-Per-View War we're Stories. We're really sorry. And the Thundercast. Sorry. It's our bad. <laughs> we have the Retro Review Machine. It's Corey's fault. It's Corey's fault. <laughs> that's, my, that's my pick. And the Gang Reviews back next I'm sorry. week. Yes. Kind of uh, you can, you can find all of us on Twitter. You can find Corey oh. at that kayfabe guy. You can follow Devin at Devin Ulrich. You can follow the No Selling Legend at MT Boople. You can follow me at that Joe Lessel. You can follow the producer at Producer Gun. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on all of our social medias Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, sometimes YouTube. In between the. No longer Spotify. <laughs> Between me and Zen, we'll be reviewing 85 wrestling shows this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And for that being said, and like always, Giant Gonzalez must shave Vince. (laughs) Goddamn, pal. Bam.